everybody, and welcome to a special interview uh, with the Yard Sign. Yours truly, Johnny Torres here. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening uh, to our podcast. Don't forget, you can find this on all the tech overlords over at Google, Apple, Spotify, Audible, Amazon, and iHeartRadio. We wanted to kind of bring in somebody here as quickly as possible due to uh, just the chaos that is uh, happening throughout the country as uh, Southwestern Airline pilots and other staff are deciding to take a hard stance against the company-mandated vaccine. And the reason uh, uh, I wanted to bring our special guest on today is because he has actually been talking about this for weeks weeks. And so let me go ahead and introduce him to you. His name is Captain Will Smith. He is a private uh, aviation pilot uh, based out of uh, Tampa Bay, where the show originates. And he and I have met through uh, a mutual friend, another show that uh, I'm a part of. And uh, and again, uh, I've had the, the fortune of sitting in the same studio with him as he's been uh, really kind of predicting this or, or at least forecasting this uh, for some time now. Will, thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm glad to be here with you, Jonathan. Um, uh, first of all, I do want to say, uh, in addition to being an accomplished pilot, you're also a published author. You have a book called Falling Out of the Sky, which is an amazing uh, personal story of yours. And uh, I certainly want to get that out there for folks to check out uh, as well, uh, even though it's not related to what we're talking about today. Um, but um, it's certainly a plug always helps, right? <laughs> no, absolutely. <laughs> well, and, with, Thank you. and not to go off on that tangent, but you're also developing that book into a movie which i'm incredibly excited about so all the best of luck to you and uh falling out of the sky thank you jonathan uh so again as i just said we we have been talking about this and you have been forecasting this for uh, gosh uh, at least a month um yeah. and we're seeing it now come to a head southwest airlines uh tried poorly uh to kind of hide this pr disaster um that has culminated from their mandating of vaccines uh to all of their staff including pilots and uh and so uh why don't you go ahead and give us a little bit of background because i know that you know you firsthand have uh friends of course that are in the industry fellow pilots uh both who have gotten the vaccine and refuse to get the vaccine and uh, give us a little background as to why this is becoming such a huge issue right now <clears throat> well john i want to start out just give your listeners i've been in the industry for 25 years i'm an instructor for 20 i've taught airline pilots i've flown for the airline industry i've flown for charter i do private um, mentoring now for corporate pilots. I fly a lot of in really important people in the Tampa Bay area, and you know this. So I yep. need to um, let your listeners know, you know where my experience level is before I comment on this. So I've uh, I started flying aircraft back in 2000 and uh, oh my goodness, 93. Um, and from that experience, I've seen a lot of ebbs and flows with the airline industry. I saw things happen in 2011. Um, with, uh, I'm sorry, 2001, um, with the attack on America. I saw things happen back in the 80s with the deregulation of airlines. And I know how airline pilots are. And one thing about airline pilots, we don't like to be forced to do anything uh, because we believe in science when it comes to making airplanes fly. Sure. Uh, We defy gravity. And what we don't believe is in government regulation. Because most of the airline pilots are with um, EOPA, um, which is a, you know, of course, an industry that um, that that controls airline pilots or pay and everything to that nature. Um, and, and that's OK, because generally, you know, they look out for their pilots. But recently they have not been looking out 
for their pilots. Mm. Um, and in this in the instance, um, I've noticed that the airline pilots that I still know that fly for the airlines, and there's many of them, they don't want to take the uh, vaccination. Um, the, the reason they don't want to take the vaccination is an mRNA vaccination. And from what I've learned from people that work with, um, you know, in the upper levels of the industry that are making this with like MIT, the, the, the vaccination is a, and this is my opinion, of course, but this is what I've heard from other people is a messenger RNA. So it's Correct. tricking your system into thinking it's sick, but it's not. So it's tricking your body into performing functions that it normally would not fun- perform in an everyday setting. So with that said, um, we have something, we have to go to a different doctor, as pilots do, um, than the normal, you know, medical doctor that you would go to. Okay. Um, and we have to go to a airman doctor that will give us uh, um, a very strenuous physical. And part of that strenuous physical is how things affect us at altitude. Right. And this is important for your listeners because we can't do simple things like Sudafed at altitude because it can make us go unconscious. Wow. Um, so now we're injecting a shot that was emergency approved. And now they're just saying, uh, okay, the, the FDA is saying, okay, well, it's approved now. Why? Because, you know, the president right now says it needs to be approved. Well, what they're not understanding is the long-term effects of this MRNA. Now, the long-term effects of this MRNA, one of the biggest things is um, cardiorrhythmia. And the other thing is um, nerve damage. Oh, wow. And what other countries are finding through practicing this is they're having their pilots have severe side effects. A lot of the airlines have had pilots and uh, flight attendants call out sick after the shot. Um, Southwest Airlines is one of those that are recognizing what's going on. They're being proactive, which they should be. Unfortunately, United they're under the adversary um, of the um, current party that things will be good. My personal opinion, Jonathan, is things are not going to be good. My personal opinion is that what's happening right now, you're going to see a complete crash in the airline industry because these pilots and these flight attendants mm-hmm. see the people that they work with suffering that took the shot and they're not going to do it. Right. So when you're working in a group of people and you see them going through some bad medical and physical um, results from the shot, the aftermath of it is, is worse than not getting the shot. Well, you're jeopardizing your career and you're putting your career in the line. Yeah. But yes. Do you jeopardize your career or do you jeopardize your life? Sure. And this is what normal people don't understand. The physiology of us flying, um, physiological part of us flying at altitude affects us differently. Just like when a passenger gets on an airplane and they have a drink. Well, if they have one ounce of whatever they're drinking, it will affect them three times greater at altitude than they will on the ground. Right. So this is why I can't take something like Sudafed. Because my medical doctor would say, no, you're grounded if you're taking Sudafed for a stuffy nose and getting in the airplane. Off of Sudafed. Sure. 
if I'm taking this jab that was just approved by the FAA that was on emergency, what do you think it's doing to our bodies up there? Well, I'll tell you yeah. what it's doing. It's creating hypertension. I've had friends that never had any type of high blood pressure are now having high blood pressure, migraine headaches, passing out at altitude. Oh, wow. So this is a big thing. Well, for some, for some reason, nobody wants to talk about that. Well, and unlike, you know, our perceptions of like Top Gun and kind of these hotshot pilots that we see portrayed on television and in movies and stuff. I mean, pilots actually um, typically operate in an overabundance of caution. Uh, right. I mean, when it comes to your equipment and your personal health and 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 the conditions that you fly in, uh, I mean, it, it's one of these industries that, again, you're typically uh, operating under an abundance uh, or an overabundance of safety and precautions rather than by chance. And right yeah. now for a lot of the pilots, I mean, this seems like a big risk or a chance that they're having to take if they decide to uh, take this vaccine. Well, this is a little something I'll tell you about that I probably shouldn't be telling you about with my friends um, that fly before the Air Force and the Marines is they're not giving their pilots the shots because they know what the adverse effects are. Sure. They're giving the people the shots on boots on the ground, but I guarantee you the guy flying Air Force One hasn't had the shot, nor will he. And there's a reason for that, because how it affects you at altitude, with blood clotting, with arrhythmias, with all the bad side effects that are going on, Yeah. and it's getting worse and worse and worse. And everybody's trying to cover their, you know, KYA or CYA, everybody's trying to cover themselves. And it's it's getting to a point that the American people really need to wake up and understand what's really going on. Because I feel if they keep on going down this path, we're going to not only lose our industries in this country, yep. but we're always we're going to lose our country. Because you know, you have to look at other countries that were doing very, very well, and Venezuela was one of them. And then the government took over and started socializing everything that we were doing. And right. look at them now. And well, it's a bad scenario, and we should not go down that road. And kind of in a very similar way, we're seeing a lot of hesitancy from professional athletes who, again, are are, are um, hyper aware of their physical health and, and what they do to their bodies. And we're seeing hesitancy. The, mostly, it seems like at least the more vocal ones are in the NBA. I'm sure there's a lot of hesitancy among uh, Major League Baseball players uh, and some of the other sports. Um there's always the first domino to fall. And like I said, uh, this has already turned into a huge PR disaster for Southwest because they tried to chalk it up to bad weather conditions when no other airlines were shutting down flights, canceling flights. Um, they, they were, they were chalking it up to every excuse under the sun, uh, short of the vaccine mandate itself. Um, and they had to, they had to, yeah. And, they and have to. well, and that's to play nice with the FAA, right? Is that, I mean, or with the federal government? Yeah, the that? FAA aren't playing fair either because the FAA are also union, just like the airline policy union. Sure. The union is being controlled by who? Yeah, by the government. <laughs> the federal right? government right now. And, and so this is, this is a bad thing. It should not be happening. Well, what's and, going to happen is this is my fear. Mm -hmm. I just flew back from Nassau today to Tampa. Okay. I had more ATC screw ups than I've ever had. Oh, wow. In my 25 years. Well, and, guys and, and ATC, you're talking about air traffic control. Yeah, right? air traffic control. Got it. These okay. guys were putting me on wrong frequencies. Yep. They put me almost on a collision course with another airplane today. 
and I had to divert because my TCAS too told me, hey, you need to dive, dive, dive. And I'm thinking, and I called Miami. I was like, what's going on here? Why are you guys not responding to my, you know, when I call in? Sure. What, what's going on in there? And what's going on is the FAA ATC people are not doing the jab. So they have one guy running five airspaces. Oh, and there wow. should be six guys running five airspaces. Well, and that, that leads so me to, this, what, this, to this where my question was. Yeah. Hear me out here. This is what's going to happen. You're going to start seeing mid-air collisions in commercial aviation because they don't have enough ATC controllers to control the airspace. Well, and this is this is a part of the industry that has already been suffering from uh, labor shortages, even before COVID. I mean, it's a, it's a part of the industry that has been ha- struggling to recruit people in general, right? <clears throat> they have recruits, but this is what the FAA is doing um, because of what they feel that is safe. They're not bringing all people back um, to work. And then they're now they're yeah. telling them that if you don't have the, the shot, then you you're fired. Right. Well, they're cutting off their nose to spite their face. And it, it's going to only take one commercial aircraft to collide with another commercial aircraft where everybody's going to wake up because you're going to kill 500 people for no reason. Well, and that was that, that was kind of what was I was getting at, you know, in regards to air traffic controllers as a trade, um, there there were already staff shortages uh, well beyond before COVID, uh, and and they were having a hard time recruiting new people to to uh, to fill the roles necessary, and and the majority of these air traffic controllers were aging out, right? Well, they were, but this is what they're doing. They're retiring early because the federal government says if you retire early. We'll just pay you, you know, a stipend in retirement, and and that way you don't have to take the jab. Yeah. And they're doing the same thing with the pilots. Right. And so now you have a pilot shortage. Now you have an ATC shortage. More, more and more people are going to air travel now, especially in the private industry. We can deal with it in the private industry yeah. more so than you deal with the commercial industry because they're carrying more bodies more often than we are in the private industry. Well, so, they're committed to certain flights well, and are, certain. They're, yeah. one, they're 121. They're scheduled flights. Right. They have to take the flights regardless if there's two people on the plane or 200 people on the plane. Yeah. It doesn't matter. But the thing that scares the heck out of me, and this is just within the United States with FAA, the, the international communities are not having that big of a problem um, when you're looking at IKEA. But the U.S. FAA, they're having a huge problem with this. And wow. if we don't do something about it, and stop this insanity with this shot already. It it's the 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 shot's not going to kill people. The COVID's not going to kill people. There's a lack of people that are working. It's going to kill people because this is one industry you cannot mess around with. So what's the you next need uh... aircraft controllers? You need qualified pilots. And once you start putting inexperienced aircraft controllers and inexperienced pilots in airplanes, you're going to see disaster strike. No, you're absolutely right. And so, you know, keeping an eye on what's happening, I'm not sure if you're hearing any rumblings, Southwest Airlines, you know, both pilots, flight attendants, they're kind of taking their stand right now. Who do you think is going to be the next shoe to drop? Well, I mean, I, I know that Southwest, American, and Delta say they're not going to mandate it anymore, and the United wants to be the big hero, and they're not being a hero. They're, they're being idiots, and um, I, I don't, you know, I would never suggest anybody fly for United, 
because they're not hiring their pilots by experience. They're hiring their pilots who want to comply with their demands. Sure. And once you do that, uh, you know, flying those heavy jets is a huge responsibility. And now you got ATC, ATC controllers that are very, very experienced, been doing this for 25, 30 years. They're like, well, if you don't comply, then we'll get rid of you and hire somebody uh, with five years' experience. If yeah. you were to go and have open heart surgery, Jonathan, would you choose a guy that's been just doing it for five years or would you choose a guy that's been doing it for 35 years? No, great Same point. thing in the aviation industry. Yeah. And you I mean, you putting inexperienced controllers in there. You start putting inexperienced pilots in these heavy aircraft. There's going to be something that's going to happen, just like I predicted what's happening today a month ago. Right. And then we'll be talking about that. Well, and so let's touch on that. I mean, you, because you've mentioned how this has also been really a boon for you, a blessing in disguise, because more people are taking private aviation. If you could touch on some of the positives, some of the pros to uh, private aviation over commercial aviation and, and really how people may think that it's, uh, it's more affordable than, than they believe to be. Well, this is how it is, Jonathan. The experienced guys that flew with the airlines are saying, I've had enough with this um, bureaucratic BS. So they're taking early retirement or just quitting. The private industry, the insurance companies require experienced pilots, like myself and others. So they're hiring them on at the dozens. Yep. And the, the really neat thing about this is the private industry pays more than the commercial industry. So they're not they're not jumping out of the frying pan into the fire, Jonathan. They're jumping out of the frying pan into nice, cool, tropical waters. <laughs> right. So these guys are like, yes, I will pay you. So the charter companies right now, just in the state of Florida, the FAA, stopped accepting charter certificates for the next five years because the demand is so high. Oh, wow. So what are people doing with their money? They're buying private aircraft and they're flying around privately. Yeah. So what I tell people is as a group, you get a, you have to do it as a group to make it affordable. You get a bunch of your friends together. If you're a business corporation, you buy shares into an aircraft um, and you use that aircraft. Right. It's called fractional flying, which is completely legal by the FAA. So you'll own one sixteenth or one eighth of an aircraft. You'll split that cost. You just pay for the cost of what it operates that aircraft at an, at an eighth or a sixteenth of what it costs, which makes it affordable on a fractional standpoint. Oh, sure. And you fly it around for that price. Um, no. Well, and as you've said, oftentimes you're saving money, you're saving, you're, you're, you're flying you in a much more stress-free environment, uh, because you're more comfortable, you know, you're, you're able to fly more so on your schedule. You're not. Yes. You call, you call your departure. You don't have to go through TSA anymore. You leave out a private airport, they valet park your car. I mean, you have yeah. private catered whatever food you want to eat. It's not only not like on the airline where they feed you peanuts and pretzels. You know, you're if you want a lobster and a steak, you get a lobster and a steak. Yeah. Um, so the boost of it, it's worth the switch. But you have to do it as a group. If you try to do it by yourself it's not going to work. Okay. And then, you know, uh, and, and so just to kind of, again, uh, appreciate you taking the time to join us here. People can find you at willsmithaviation.com. Is that correct? 
That is correct. All right. So willsmithaviation.com. And to kind of wrap up on the topic here, and I appreciate you uh, giving us some time here on such short notice. Uh, we know that this is just the beginning of a face-off between uh, the airline industry or really the airline workers and the federal government. Uh, how long do you think it's going to be before the, uh, before the government blinks here and, uh, and, and, and tries to get things back to normal? Well, I would think uh, until the next election, election or until planes start flying, falling out of the sky. So we got to look at those two. Because one of those two things will happen first. Well, I mean, we're I'm seeing the disruption it, already with Southwest. Yeah. I mean, I think you have one well, more it's, airline. It's going to bankrupt, it's going to bankrupt oh, yeah. the airlines. It's oh, going sure. to bankrupt the airlines. And the people that have already paid in advance for business travel are going to lose mm -hmm. all their money. Well, and the government already right bailed now. out these airlines uh, for yeah. COVID. Hey, and we can't bail them out anymore. We can't spill them billions of dollars anymore. You're not going to do it. That's right. And so, I mean, this They're is not going to do it. It's, it's going to be interesting. I had a friend who got stranded uh, in Texas and ended up, I don't know, uh, she managed to book another flight to take her to Sarasota instead of Tampa, which is where she wanted to come. But, uh, I mean, Southwest just kept giving her the runaround. They wouldn't put her up in a hotel. They wouldn't even give her Uber money. Uh, and so, you know, Southwest is also in a panic over this. Um, they and, are. and like I said, I think it only takes one more major airline to go down like this before it becomes a national disaster. You cannot overcome government control. Yeah. And that's what it's moving toward, Jonathan. Yeah, well, that's what it's more until the American people wise up and say, I've had enough of this BS. It's going to get worse and worse and worse. And the people that can't afford private travel, they're going to have to get on their donkey and ride somewhere because that's what it's going to come to. Yeah. Well, uh, again, Captain Will Smith, thank you again for your time on such short notice and on such a pressing topic. I appreciate you. Um, again, for those of you listening to this podcast, make sure you check out Falling from the Sky. You can purchase it anywhere books are sold. Uh, you And also keep your eyes open for the development of the movie uh, based on Falling from the Sky. And you can also learn more about Will Smith and his aviation services. If you'd like to uh, charter him or purchase a plane, go to willsmithaviation.com. Uh, thanks again, Captain. All right, Jonathan, thank, take care. I'll talk, speak to you soon. Talk to you soon. Thank you very much. All right, bye.